Welcome to Navigating Love and Immigration. I'm your host, Megan Pastrana. Falling in love is exciting. Maintaining a healthy relationship takes work. And when you're going through an immigration process, you are faced with unique challenges. This podcast is for anyone in a cross-cultural relationship who finds themselves lost in the labyrinth of U.S. immigration. We will interview relationship experts, explore the stories of real couples, and provide important tips on starting the next chapter of your lives together. Welcome to episode three, titled Travel to Strengthen Your Relationship. Traveling is such a beautiful thing. It takes you out of your element and you get to experience new things. And for my husband and I, we have traveled since we were dating. We both uh, love going to new places, experiencing new cultures and new food and just being out of our element, just breaking up that monotony of of the day-to-day. It's really easy for human beings for us to get into a groove, into a routine of a day-to-day. And traveling really shakes that up. And it really is a great way to strengthen your relationship because I don't know about you, but when you travel, something unexpected always comes up. It can be something small or something really big and stressful. I love to plan. (laughs) And when we go on trips, I plan and plan and I do research and I like to control things. And I like, like I said, I love to plan and make lists. I'm an attorney. I love to research, but you can, you can plan all day. You can plan your whole life, but The reality is, is that unexpected things, unexpected events will occur. And when you travel together, those unexpected things can be something that we can view as something really stressful and is annoying or something that comes up. That's one of those things in life where you just decide how you want to show up and you navigate it together. And that's really what my husband and I have found that throughout our travels, we really grow closer and strengthen our relationship by navigating those unexpected difficulties that come up in travel. And we also learn more about each other. You know, we both have growth edges. We're human beings always having opportunities to grow and and, and improve and help each other, (laughs) hold each other accountable and help each other with our growth edges. And for me, as I mentioned, I like to plan things. And so I I will never forget our first few, uh, the first few trips that we took together. I had our lists and our itineraries and where we would stand and when, and just had everything planned because I thought, you know, we have this vacation. We have this amazing opportunity to be together. We want to make sure we do all of the things. (laughs) We want to make sure we have all the experiences. And one of our first trips, we're both adrenaline junkies. We love coasters and bungee jumping and just that feeling of just that free falling feeling uh, of just, just doing amazing things. Even zip lining, that's super fun. We, we, we just love those kind of thrill-seeking activities. So one of our first trips, we, we love uh, going to uh, Florida to go to Universal Studios. My husband, Carlos, loves the um, Incredible Hulk coaster. The faster, the higher, the more scary the roller coaster, he's all about it. And so we were going to the park and we were also going to go to the, the beach and we had all these things. I, I had I, I should say, not we, I had all of these things outlined for our trip about where we would go and and when so we could get the most out of our vacation. And when we were approaching day three of my very rigid itinerary to fit all the things in, he uh, very kindly but very firmly said, no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> that is enough. Let's stop. Stop. Stop with the list. Let, I'm shutting this down. 
let's have fun. Like I came, we came on vacation to have fun and he's more a go with the flow kind of person. And I, I love that about him. And I know he loves my schedules and itineraries, even though they can be a little over the top. And so it was really, it was a really great point in our relationship where we got to see different parts of each other. And then, you know, we, we were traveling. So it was out of our element and getting to see the part of me that likes to overly plan and the part of him that really goes with the flow. And it was a really nice balance. And so now when we go on vacation, we will each pick the things we want to do. And then we'll just have days where we have nothing planned and we just go with the flow. And that's been really good for me (laughs) to not have every moment of every day planned and to be able to more fully enjoy that openness, that spaciousness to just be, because that's such a wonderful feeling. And so I'm really grateful that we had that experience. And it was something that now we can bring into our day-to-day life. When I'm really caught up in all of my lists and all of the to-dos, and you know that can be for him as, as well. When we both notice that we're caught up in this, let's do this, and then this, and then this, and then you just get caught up in almost like a management of your, your day-to-day and, and your home. And it's nice to just take a minute and say, let's take an hour, let's take a day and let's just be, let's just be present and enjoy whatever, you know, we don't have, we can just go to lunch or go to the park or just go with the flow. It's, it's, it's a really wonderful feeling. And so that's a way that we have grown in our relationship from traveling. And something else that we have grown in is again, with being in a new place, being in a different element and wanting to control the outcome or control an uncomfortable situation. And so my husband and I, we've traveled to so many places. We've been, you know, to, uh, to the Bahamas and and Dubai and Scotland and the list goes on. And I remember when we took a trip to uh, Dubai and we decided at the encouragement of friends that we know who live in Dubai, that that driving there is, is highly recommended. It's better to, you know, get a rental car than to try to take taxis. My husband, he's brave. And he said, yeah, I'll, I'll drive. I'm not afraid. I can I can drive in, in Dubai. And I thought, oh, gosh, <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm not feeling comfortable about driving in another another country. But if you are, that's fine. I, I support you in that. And let's let's go ahead. We'll rent a car and, and you can drive. And we, we get to the airport in Dubai in the evening. So it's dark. And, you know, we've never been there before. And there's different traffic rules. I thought, okay, I'm really, I'm, I'm feeling not the most comfortable. <laughs> We've been on a long flight in another country. It's dark. We have a rental car. Um, sure, we have this really amazing thing that the GPS now, but I know that when I feel a little out of my element, I could feel that I was just really tense and really anxious, but I was trying to be calm and because he was the one that had to drive and not cause any additional stress. But of course, our energy can rub off no matter how much we try to have a poker face. And I think I was just, I don't think, I know I was so nervous, kind of white knuckling it and and feeling nervous about trying to maneuver out of the airport and, and find the hotel where we needed to go. So we, we made it, obviously. <laughs> we made it to the hotel and white knuckled it the whole time, but we got there and it was it was great. But then for the for the first few days of our trip, maneuvering around trying to find different places, getting used to they, they, the way that they have their speed limits set up. It'll rapidly change. And then they have cameras that will take a picture of your license plate and can send you a ticket. But he did an amazing job and we didn't get any any tickets or anything like that. 
but I know I was trying to help. And I thought that I was helping by kind of reading the GPS or telling him what was coming up or where to go. And that was stressing him out. That was frustrating for him. But I thought I was being helpful. And so we kind of butt heads a little bit. Like I thought I was being helpful and that I was making it, I was actually making it worse. And so we had a conversation and he's like, I can just like, I can feel that you're, you're stressed and you're anxious and you're trying to help me, but it's actually causing me more stress. And I thanked him. I was like, thank you so much for telling me that. I thought I was being helpful and I, I didn't know. I want to help you because I know that this is probably stressful to be driving in another country. But we had a good conversation, an honest conversation about the conflict we were having over, I thought I was helping, causing him more stress, and then how he was uh, reacting, feeling just more frustrated, and it was causing argument. So we were able to talk it through, and I and we were able to really talk about what can I do to make it better for you. And so, you know, he said, you can hold the GPS, you can make sure that I can see it. If there's conflicting information, I'll tell you if I need you to read it, but I will just watch the GPS and I will be fine, and I just need for you to relax. And so I did. And I thought, okay, I can do that. And he said he would ask for help if he needed it. And he did. And then I was able to help him navigate through the roads and exits. And there was some construction things that we had to make our way around. And I would pull up the GPS on my phone and we would figure it out. But once we got through that, that I, I think conflict is a strong word, but yeah, I mean, it was a, a type of, of conflict. We were seeing and doing things different and um, reacting with frustration. Once we had a conversation about it, and then moved through that, it felt amazing. And we we had a an even better and even greater level of communication from that. And so that was something again that we could take into our into our day-to-day lives and realize that if I was trying to be helpful or vice versa, if we're trying to be helpful to each other and that help isn't needed, that we just communicate that. Or if we do need help, how we need it, what help is needed and how that would show up and make sure the other person is open and available for that. So that's another growth edge in our relationship. And it was a really great thing that came through just by traveling together. And I know for all of the couples that we have, have helped navigate the immigration process, I've, I've heard from all of them too, the crazy things that have happened when they were traveling, you know, bags being lost or flights being delayed and having to entertain yourself at the airport for hours and using that as an opportunity to connect and get to get to know each other better. So I highly recommend it. It doesn't even have to be a a super extravagant trip, just even a short trip, road trips, or just an opportunity to get away from your day to day. Or if you happen to be living in two separate countries while you're waiting, uh, awaiting the immigration process, when you go in and visit one another, it's going to be that, that same opportunity to really enjoy life together, be taken out of your element. And be intentional. That's really my advice. I don't profess to be a relationship expert, but as an immigration attorney who's worked with thousands of couples and being in a relationship myself, I have learned a lot about ways that you can really strengthen, nurture, um, and, and grow your relationship. And so I highly recommend that you travel together as a way uh, to strengthen your relationship. Thanks so much for listening. 